The worst thing you can do is realize it's the end of your life and be regretful of how you lived. Yet this is all too common. Check this quote out from Otto von Bismarck, German chancellor, I believe. I have a burden on my soul. During all my long life, I did not make anyone happy, neither my friends, nor my family, nor even myself. I have done many evil things. I was the cause of the beginning of three big wars. About 800,000 people were killed because of me on the battlefields, and their mothers, brothers, and widows cried for them. Now this stands between me and God. Wow, pretty brutal. Uh, That would suck to have looked back on your life that way. There was a book written about some research that was done in nursing homes. It was a 2018 study. The top five regrets of the dying. Here are the top five. I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. I wish I hadn't worked so hard. I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings. I wish I had had stayed in touch with my friends. And number five, I wish that I had let myself be happier. The 2018 study reached similar conclusions, finding out that people were more likely to express ideal-related regrets, such as failing to follow their dreams and live up to their full potential. Here's a quote from Oscar Wilde. To live is the rarest thing in the world. Most people exist, that is all. Now, I talk about a lot in The Better Human, your biology. Why you do the things you do, because nature programmed you to do those things. And how the modern environment is mismatched because the modern environment has all the things we need and too much of them. Whereas the wild, we couldn't decide to just order Uber Eats and it show up to our doorstep and then it'd be full of seed oils and other processed foods from ingredients around the world and processed in factories. We couldn't have sat on a couch all day and watched the screen completely and utterly plugged into the matrix. We couldn't have accessed porn on demand, which totally thwarts the brain in many myriad of ways. We had to go out and do things. We had to expend energy to find energy for survival. We had to be supremely in the moment. And as a result, our biology was designed to thrive in that environment. We became the top dog predator. But in the modern environment, it's completely mismatched. The modern environment is the modern human zoo. The thing is, unlike cage zoo animals that don't have a choice in the matter, humans willingly put themselves in the zoo. We sit in chairs for long periods of time on the couch. We eat processed toxic foods that have been shipped all the way around the world and that have removed most of the nature from them. And then we put those into our body and it causes all kinds of disrepair. We think that a simple drug or a shot or some treatment at a hospital will cure us of all our ailments. We rely on the grid. We rely on all these things. And probably the biggest mismatch of all is that we're designed to think like other people. So for us to buck the trend of whatever's considered normal is very hard to do. And this is why humanity is dragged forward one innovator, one free thinker at a time, one iconoclast, someone that can think different than what everyone else does. They're the ones that invent the new future. They're the ones that find the greatest ideas for humanity that then benefits for future generations to come the wheel, the steam engine, Rockefeller's oil network, every single great mind and great innovation in the history of humanity has almost always been attacked early on. The Luddites attacking the printing, the looms, because they were afraid it's going to take their jobs away. The printing press trying to be controlled by the Catholic church. But what it actually did was spread ideas. And then Luther came through and challenged it and changed everything. Bitcoin attacked by the legacy financial system, but they can't stop it. As every innovation in the history of humanity You can't put the genie back in the bottle. How this relates to you and the top five regrets of the dying are that a truly flourishing life in the modern environment comes from embracing your individuality as much as you possibly can. As Emerson said, 
To be yourself in a world constantly trying to make you something else is the greatest accomplishment. Or Thoreau, most men live lives of quiet desperation, going to their grave with their song still inside them. You go to your grave with your song still inside you. You've never even uttered your song because you're afraid of what somebody might do or say. And you'd rather just take the easy route, the safe route in your mind. But the thing is, it's not safe. It's safe in a way where you might not bring ridicule upon yourself, but it's not safe in actually being happy and fulfilled and and making your life matter, which should be the greatest fear of all is to live a life that was wasted and full of regret. Now, let's say you agree with me here. You don't want to wake up on your deathbed one day. You don't want to be diagnosed with cancer or whatever thing that can happen where you have limited time. And then you look back on your life and realize, damn, I should have done this. I should have done that. You don't want to do that. I don't want you to do that. It is a travesty for that to happen. And it happens every single day. A life squandered is the greatest waste there is, in my opinion. You do it one step at a time, one small baby step. You think a little bit differently. You challenge yourself. You ask yourself hard questions. You challenge people around you. You make them explain yourself. You don't have to be forthright or overbearing with it. You simply use a Socratic method. Hmm, what do you mean by that? That word you're using, can you define that for me? Oh, where did you hear that? You read it from a mainstream media outlet? Where did they hear it? Where's the source material? On and on and on it goes. You realize that so much of the world is built upon half-truths and unverified, you could call them facts, but they're really not. It's just unverified, whatever, rumors, basically. And you use seeing truth and seeing the fragility of the ideas in the world built around you that are accepted by the masses. And then you come back into yourself and you think for yourself and you realize, what am I so afraid of? I'm afraid of that. I'm afraid of people that don't even know who they are, what they want. I'm afraid of their opinions. I need to get to work on expressing myself, doing me, being me to the best of my ability. That is ultimately a successful life, is being you. You can have all the money in the world and be miserable. You can have all the money in the world because you're some fake whatever, and the world accepts you for what it is. You're a social media influencer, you're a celebrity, whatever, but you're not truly yourself, or you spend your time with people you don't value and that don't value you, that are just there for your fame or your money or whatever. You feel hollow inside. Your relationships are hollow. You aren't able to express what you truly believe because there's status quo and somebody might and somebody might call you out on it or you might have negative press or whatever. Free yourself from all of it. They are just cha- they are just chains that bind you. A successful life is being yourself. 100%, no exceptions. That's all there is. Money, fame, power, none of that matters if you cannot be yourself. Being yourself is the greatest accomplishment because that's what you give to the world. It's actually your best chance of giving something great to humanity. And that's what every iconoclast, every innovator, every entrepreneur, that's what they did. They pursued their passion regardless of what was normal, regardless of what was acceptable, regardless if it was going to ruffle some feathers or change some things, or some people were going to lose their job or whatever. They had to pursue their truth because it was their truth. And that is the greatest accomplishment. And that's why humanity is pulled forward by the few. It is always pulled forward by the few. Do not look back at the end of your life with regret because you did not live for yourself. And of course, stay in touch with your friends, express yourself, be honest and truthful, but really become free. Break the chains of social bondage that are wrapped around you and live who you are every day of your life. And you will look back at the end of that life not with regret, but with satisfaction, that you did what you needed to do. You were true to yourself. Get the Better Human newsletter over at thebetterhuman.co. 